Welcome to the Study Guide USA podcast, hosted by Henry Hoffman. Learn how you can study in the U.S. as well. Welcome, everybody, to Episode 5 of Study Guide USA, the podcast. I'm Henry Hoffman, and I am your host. Today, I'm joined by a very, very good friend, Florian Simon, who will introduce himself in a second here, but I'm very pleased to have him on the podcast on this Easter Sunday, actually. This is when we're recording this episode. Uh, So happy Easter and welcome, Flo. Hello, Henry. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're very, uh, very welcome. I'm I'm pleased that, uh, you know, I can have you on this podcast and uh, share your story with the listeners of how you came about to study in the States. And um, we're really curious to learn more about yourself, obviously, and and your time in in the US. But uh, for the listeners, maybe uh, you can tell them a little bit about yourself. Yeah, first of all, I'm a bit sad that I had to wait until episode five. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, just kidding. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm Flo. I'm um, turning 30 this year. Wow. I studied in the U.S. for two years. I did my MBA at Leonard Ryan University in Hickory, North Carolina. Um, lovely, lovely small town uh, in the U.S. Um, had a really good time there. Uh, after that, I've been working with a uh, agency that sends players to U.S. colleges. And yeah, for almost one and a half years now, I'm self-employed, running my uh, two own businesses actually um sending players to the u.s and sending players from the u.s to germany so like building a bridge for um football players male and female um between europe and north america and i also run my own business in a a sport article industry that's awesome yeah it's uh it's a pleasure to see what you know you started and then also continue to do because it's helping a ton of people and all the people that you work with I'm sure uh, can attest to that um as Florian mentioned obviously uh he's he's helping football or soccer players for the ones that that know football is soccer um right, soccer <laughs> to have a to have a very promising and and i guess well-rounded future in a sense as well right um so so that was your main mission with with your project and now it has become a um a very you know up and rising business so it's it's great to see and uh, i'm very happy happy to um follow along that path i guess yeah thank you thank you um yeah, that's uh, that's my motivation. That's my passion. Um, first of all, um, football or soccer is my passion, and um, helping young players, um, like getting prepared for the future or having um, the best possible outlook for the future if they're not making it into professional soccer um, is, yeah, that's like what motivates me to um, to give them another another option of of playing professional um is to to go to the us maybe to study at a university and still being able to practice and play on a very very professional level um and i'm happy for every single one i can help with that that's awesome yeah i i can tell that you are uh, really driven by that mission so that's that's awesome to see and obviously you yourself um after studying in the states you went on to play you know professionally in sweden so um i guess for for anyone listening who's an athlete maybe um there's there's a lot of hope and and uh you know you're the perfect example i guess of, of how it can go you got your mba 
within two years in the States. Uh, so academically, I guess one could say you're set. Um, and then, you know, you went on to do amazing things in, in soccer or football uh, professionally. And then now you're, you're helping players in any way, shape or form. Uh, so that's, that's amazing to see. But was that the main driver for you to go to the States was to sort of, you know, further develop um, in, in like an athletic sense or was it an like an academic vision that you had like what how how did you come about to study in the states yeah well first um first i got in contact with that um right after graduating from high school um i saw a flyer actually where i did an internship and was like oh wow that sounds pretty cool like studying and playing in the u.s um and then i gathered more information um uh, at that time, I was about to turn 19, and uh, I really didn't know what to do with my life, actually, because um, I had a dream and uh, imagine of what I could do, but really had no idea what I actually wanted to do. So uh, I was looking into that, and yeah, being 19 years old um, or about to turn 19, um, I think I just didn't dare to go to the U.S., um, my self today would uh, slap me in the face probably and saying um, <laughs> you idiot you should have gone uh, you should have gone to the US with 19 um, just because I would have had not only two years but four years in the US and of that experience um, and I could have developed personally um, way sooner could have become um, um, way more um, yeah like way more uh, like an adult um, mm -hmm. in, in a younger age than, than just today. Um, and I could have, uh, could have reached some goals maybe earlier, but mm -hmm. uh, could have, would have. Right. Um, so I, I got a, I got a, um, I started my undergrad in Germany after that, because I really didn't dare to go. And I think it was the right step not to go with 19, because I would have probably been homesick a lot and um, just not able to, uh, <laughs> I don't know, make it abroad at that age. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I did my undergrad in, in Germany. And then during my undergrad, um, this agency came up to me again and was like, hey, you still interested in going? I was like, yeah, well, I'm studying already, so it's going to be hard. And they were like, yeah, you can go for your master's. Like, well, that actually sounds cool. <laughs> so um, yeah, I did everything I could to go for my master's degree. And it was definitely the right choice because I had a full ride. Uh, I went to an amazing school. I made friends with uh wonderful people and i probably had the two best years of my life then oh, that's awesome to hear and so the the agency helped you with um you know finding universities obviously you as an athlete you you had a probably a little different path than maybe some of the listeners that are just looking to go there on an academic basis um but how did you in addition to what the the agency did how did you learn about the university um, how did you maybe make your choice of of finding the perfect fit aside from like the athletic part, but based on, you know, location, uh, obviously you said it, it, it was a small town, um, which, which usually is super fun. Cause obviously, I mean, we spoke about this several times. I went to a small, yeah. small university or small town university as well. Um, but yeah, how did you make the choice of finding a, a perfect fit for you? Yeah. Um, I had multiple options. 
I would say around 30 options um, where mm -hmm. I could go. Uh, I limited down pretty quickly um, just because of the um, athletic performances of the schools. Um, so in the end, I had my top three. That was um, Leno Ryan University in North Carolina. That was Uni uh, University of Tampa in, mm -hmm. in Florida and Lynn University in Miami. Um, so I think pretty much everyone that listens to this right now um, would, <laughs> would have said, go to like, Miami. What's <laughs> wrong with this guy, obviously? Um, no, but I was, um, I mean, the main reason why I went to Leno Ryan is athletically because um, the coach actually cared about me and I had the best connection with him. But other reasons that were um, that were speaking for Leno Ryan was that uh, North Carolina is very um, like very European. Um, mm -hmm. So there were a lot of um, a lot of people with German heritage or um, the countryside even looks very very. Um, central Euro european kind of mm -hmm. so like pretty much like germany um i knew two germans that were at that university already uh, i knew a guy that uh, emigrated i don't know 20 years ago from uh, actually my uh, my hometown um so it was um it was a feel it was a feeling of uh, leaving home but not actually leaving home if that makes sense mm -hmm. yeah totally. um and afterwards after these two years um seeing more of the US, knowing how it is at different schools, I think it would have hit me harder um, graduating from Tampa or Miami because life there as a student is even further away from reality than it is from any other school where you are. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, in North Carolina, you're like, it's a small town and you're still kind of taught to be humble um but when you're in miami and you can live in the big city um where it's all about luxury and glamour and whatever um you're kind of living in a bubble and once you're you're not able to live there anymore because i don't know you have to move back to germany um you don't find a job or you don't find a job that pays you um well enough to live in in miami um i think that can hurt a lot Mm -hmm. and um yeah that's what i realized after these two years that i made the absolute right decision to not go to florida and um actually study in north carolina that's awesome even looking back now that you can you can say that right because maybe some people would have said hey um it was an awesome experience but i wish i would have went to miami to have two years of you know fun amazing school big school that people know internationally as well yeah um, but that's that's great to hear. And so you said location was a big part. Um, how how did you learn about the location? Like, did you just check online? Because I know um, I, I've gotten this question quite a bit. Like, how do you you know research universities um, for people that maybe aren't athletes? Um, and I tell them, hey, just you know, typical conventional things: Google, YouTube, um, the university's website. But how did you find out more about? the location and and the school and, and maybe the people and stuff well exactly like that <laughs> um, no i mean i mean the people i knew um they they told me a lot about it as well um, but i have to say um back then it's like what is it now six years ago um i i was 
a little bit naive, I would say, because mm -hmm. I was like, um, yeah, it will be fine, kind of. So like not um, really researching everything that I should have known, kind of, mm -hmm. um, but still... Um, I mean, I looked at it. I I love the, the the campus. I love the athletic facilities, and um, yeah, so that was pro that was enough for me actually to say, okay, mm -hmm. I can I can live with that, because um, everything around it is just a bonus or was a bonus for me. Because um, as long as I would be happy on campus, I would be pretty much happy with everything else around. Because that was the that's the main part of your time there. So most right. time you spend on campus, uh, even though I lived off campus, but um, the main time of your day you spend, you spend on campus. And um, that was the part that has to fit for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, you obviously just mentioned that you lived off campus, maybe just for the listeners that don't know on campus is basically living in the dorms off campus in an apartment um, with I'm assuming, obviously, and I know <laughs> your your teammates. Um, yeah. But for for people that you know aren't within an athletic team, they might live with I don't know friends they make within their first year, and they they decide to move into an apartment together. Um, but what was that like? Like, did you when you got there? Like, what was the feeling of of moving into an apartment with some people you knew, some people you didn't? um and and maybe what were the differences compared to like europe or for us uh as as germans um compared to germany when when moving yeah so actually i didn't know any of the two guys i moved in with um i was hoping to live with the two germans but in the end it was good that i didn't live with the germans because i adjusted much quicker and i learned english um, a lot quicker than uh, i would have um by living with germans um, so when I arrived there first, I first had the longest travel. That was a torture because I never traveled so far in my life before. Um, and then my coach um, dropped me off or he went in there with me. And it was um, just one guy of the two that was a, a Chris English guy. He um, was actually captain of my team. We we studied together. We did the same degree, master's degree. Um and he was amazing. Like he helped me so much of uh, like in terms of adjusting, learning English. Uh, his his undergrad was in in history, I think. So he had mm -hmm. uh, a lot of reading and writing to do. So his English was like perfect. And also the way he expressed himself, it, it was so good for me to have him as a roommate. Um, and I'm so thankful for him. Uh, to help me out that many times he read through every um every paper every essay I, I i i wrote um and helped me correct it and told me what i did wrong and where i messed up and how i can do it better so uh, he was <laughs> he was the best english teacher i never had kind of um, <laughs> and uh yeah the other guy was uh was a czech tennis player um so European as well um, I think that made living together very uh, very easy because mm -hmm. we all share kind of like the same culture I mean the English are a little bit special but um, yeah no uh, it was it was it was great um, I had two great roommates but at the first day I arrived I was just I was beat like I was uh, was sitting there with talking and like I said my English was bad like it was it was not good at all and uh, I had so much trouble communicating at the beginning because 
first of all, I was just beat like from the travel. And then um, you're forced to speak English the whole time. I was, mm-hmm. I was so done at the, at the end of the day. I was just like, okay, guys, sorry, I have to shower and go to bed because I'm dead. Um, yeah. And from then on, it was an amazing journey. Yeah. That's amazing. No, that's that's cool. And I think obviously that's helpful to to so many people hearing that from you too, is that there's, you know, not that much of a difference. First of all, everyone's welcoming. I think that's that's yeah. a major part, no matter, you know, if they're from England, from Czech or from Sweden or from the States or from Canada or from, I don't know, China, um, Japan, whatever it might be. Um, so so it's it's crazy. And I tried to bring that across in, in my previous episodes as well is that everyone's so caring and helpful and, and they support each other and especially for international students I think you know we probably have a a sort of special status and a yeah. um how can you say like sort of a a privilege right because people care about us even more um yeah. and they're they're so willing to support and and as you mentioned, like your roommate checked all your papers, like that's not a given, right? <laughs> no, absolutely not. I was I was very lucky to have him because, yeah, he made uh, he made school very easy for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's cool. Um, Flo, so we I introduced a format. It's called Henry's Speed Questions. Oh, um, and I, so I've heard about that. <laughs> okay, so I got I got a couple of questions for you. Um, four questions, and we'll we'll just uh, jump right in. But first, first thing that pops into your head, uh, obviously, is is your answer for the moment. Uh, so you can't redeem it. So think critically here. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a very tough one, and I I've asked this before. Um, so you but- start with a tough question. Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> but I but I figured it's, you know, there's there's so many great memories. And, and I, I'm sure we could, you know, have a podcast. And, and obviously, we've talked about it privately, but like, we can talk for days and weeks and probably yeah, months. Yeah. Um, it's, it's crazy. So anyone who's going to the States, like get ready for a ton of awesome memories. But if you had to pick one memory, that was the funniest not the best, but the funniest. <laughs> what would that be? You can pick anyone. Obviously, just one out of out of the many many ones you have. Um, could be could be a fun night. Could be you know after I don't know a win, a bus trip, um, something that stands out to you in in some way, shape or form. Hey, you see my expression, right? Yes, I uh, do. <laughs> Like basically every day was basically every day was funny um the funniest <laughs> like the first thing that pops up in my head is um like a night when we went out and we were to, we went to this um latino club in the in in the in the city mm-hmm. um well city is relative right it was small town like 42,000 yeah um and um like at one point they turned the, the music off because they said party was over and then my, our spanish teammate like he was always pissed drunk um and he was like um go on go on everybody put your phone out we wake the same same song same time and then we listen to it 
I don't know. That's that's what I what 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 came up first in my mind when I think about something funny. Yeah, um, like he he was he was he was so crazy. I think typical Spaniard spanish party guy yeah i don't know and he was just like he was so mad that they turned off the music and he still wanted to party and uh yeah that's hilarious we should have turned we should have put on the same song at the same time on our phone so like 100 people or so in a put club on the same in the club <laughs> it was ridiculous but that's yeah. hilarious but yeah basically every party was funny um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, that's, I that's, know, a, that's I a good one. Memories, hundred memories, <laughs> I could tell probably. But yeah, that was the first thing that popped up in my mind, to be honest. That's awesome. That's a, <laughs> that's a very good one. Crazy. Shout guy. out, shout out to that guy at this point. Yeah, not <laughs> Um, second Nacho. one. Obviously, you said you you lived within an, uh, with your your roommates in an apartment. Um, but obviously, you know, you know what dorms are like and and what uh, you know, um what they're all about but when someone is going to the states and maybe they're not a little older like like you were but they might start their undergrad when they're 18 19 in the states um would you advise them to go to the dorms or find a shared apartment right away and why would you advise them to do so no i would i would say 100 uh, go to the dorms um that's I think that's even living closer with one person than it is in a shared apartment. And first of all, you have the advantage that you're um, on campus. You can walk everywhere you need to go. Like you can walk to classes. You can walk to uh, the cafe to get some food. You can walk to the um, locker room, to the field, whatever. Um, everything is in walking distance. Um, and the person you're being put in a room or yeah i mean usually dorms are shared rooms right mm -hmm. um in your first year um there will be there will be your best friend for the whole time um that's what i realized uh, with like all the younger guys all the freshmen that came in that's what i've seen with them um the person they live with was actually their best friend in the end um or during that period of time they were together um so I think that's an experience that you have to make in that age when you go to the US. Um, and let's say if you're, depending if you're an athlete, an athlete and your coach puts you in rooms um, and they, and he knows you, then he will put you with someone um, that you get along with. Right. Um, if you're not an athlete and you're just going over to study, um, I don't know if there, is there a matching system? I doubt it though, I think, but I, uh, I, I think they will. This. But I think the international uh, um, advisors they will they will check. I think and see if people mm -hmm. kind of maybe get along with each other. So I would trust that um, and would try it out. Like you can still change it, like you can still move out of that room or whatever. Um, but I think it's worth a try, and I think it's um, it's a great experience. Um, sure. to have like to live with someone so close um and becoming best friends because you're you're i mean you have to share your life together so um yeah. i think i think that's that's a great experience and i would recommend it even though i never uh, did it but um i would recommend it just from what i've seen during my yeah. time in the us i think so too i mean i i can personally say that and and agree with you because as an international student, especially not knowing anyone, it's so good to live in the dorms. And then 
make friends maybe outside of your classes outside of you know um your your team if you're an athlete so it's uh it's very important to get that connection but that yeah 100 i totally agree um so this is kind of another tough question i guess <laughs> told you i'm gonna make you sweat today with the questions um Hit me <laughs> so um when when you know looking back at your time in the states and obviously you have experienced a ton with you know your job after now your entrepreneurial experience um and you've you've seen so many things but uh if there was anything that you would say in terms of what is like the worst thing an international student can do when studying in the states what would that be I mean, thing the, the thing that break the law and get kicked exactly. out of the country. <laughs> that was the first thing that I I just uh, thought about. But uh, I thought, you know, underage drinking, obviously, a lot of countries, um, you know, it's it's normal that you can drink alcohol when you're, I don't know, 16 or 18 or whatever, or 19. Um, but the States obviously is 21. And especially in smaller towns, I don't know how your experience was. But my first two years in, in North Dakota, Uh, it was very strict. Um, police was always on the lookout for for underage drinkers, I guess. Um, but that was the first uh, thing that popped into my head as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think some people got caught at our parties as well, but it's not like it. Rather seemed like police was coming around just to like make him run. You know, like right. stop drinking. Actually, not like um, enforcing the law. I don't know. Um, maybe I had that impression because I didn't care because I could drink because I was old enough. Right. Um, um, so yeah, when there was when there were parties and police showed up and all the undergrads, the freshmen, sophomores, they ran, they ran off, uh, and we were just sitting there like enjoying our beers, like we didn't care. Um, <laughs> made you feel kind of superior. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. No, but yeah, I think that's. I think just in general, um, don't do anything stupid. Don't break the law because um, depending on if you're on a scholarship, then um, you waste a huge opportunity. Um, if you pay for everything yourself or your parents, um, then, well, you just waste money. But um, like if you're on a scholarship, whatever scholarship, athletic or academic, um, it would just be a huge waste of opportunity i think yeah very true i mean uh either you do that or don't do that or you make sure you don't get caught while doing it right um i guess yeah. breaking breaking the law is never good uh and and you shouldn't do that anyways but um you know especially with things like underage drinking i mean you know if we're honest uh i did don't it get myself. caught exactly don't get just caught. think about that don't get yeah, caught yeah yeah be cautious <laughs> Be cautious. <laughs> um, okay, one last questions in this uh, one last question in this round. Um, any advice you have for international students to succeed, other than having a very very smart roommate like yourself who <laughs> reads over all your papers? <laughs> oh, there was a question. Um, just uh, just be diligent because um, I think hard work. Um, pays uh, pays out in the end um mm -hmm. if you put in the effort in in your in your daily school work um i think you'll definitely succeed um i mean one better than the other but 
um, as long as you work hard for uh, for your grades and if you show effort, um, then it shouldn't be hard to not succeed. Like, um, I think most of the, I think you can pass just by um, sending your papers in on time. I think that's right. enough to pass. Uh, even though if you write uh, stuff in, like if you write the biggest nonsense in your essays, I think you still you still pass if you if you're if you submit everything on time. Um, but yeah, if you put if you put effort in it and actually do your homework and you study for your exams, um, I think you have best chances to have a yeah to to graduate with a with a very good GPA and um, be successful and. Um, in your studies in the US. Awesome. And I mean, you're a perfect uh, example for that because, you know, you were diligent. Obviously, you had had a little help, but uh, you had a, had a... Well, that was just for learning English. So, yeah, 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 true, um, true, true, true. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, it's, it's not a, it's not a, um, it's not a secret that the American school or university system is um, supposed to be a little bit easier than it is in Europe. Um, if you're not going to one of the Ivy League schools, I think. Right. Um, but yeah, I I think um, I had huge problems in my undergrad here in Germany um, with that, like studying all by myself. Like I had, um, you have like a professor like just going through the script and that's it. Um, mm-hmm. You basically couldn't answer question, uh, couldn't ask questions. In the US, it was like. If you had problems, you could go to the professor and you could talk about it. Um, they would help you. They would be very understanding, obviously, because you're an international, but it helps a lot. And the, the school system with homework and um, some presentations was much easier for me than just studying a whole semester for one exam. Yeah. So um, the whole system was easier for me because it's rather like like school than it is like university. So um that made it easier for me. And um, I think that's why I was able to um, graduate with a 4.0 GPA. Yeah. You you think, well, I think it, the, the reason why people say the States and the university system is easier is maybe because it is up for debate, I guess. But one of the things that you just mentioned is, is the help and support you get. Right. And so, yeah. because you, most of the times you don't have that within European or, or German universities because we know that from you know yourself and then our friends and stuff. But I think people say that because they have to do more on their own, right? They need to be you know self-proficient in a sense of studying, of of getting ready for classes, of making sure they have the materials, of getting ready for the exam. And there's only one exam. Whereas in the States, you get help if you need it. You have tutors that you can use because you pay for that technically, or your scholarship does. Um, Then you also have your, your, uh, you know, peers that you can study with and people that help you. And most importantly, the professor is always there to help you as well. And I think that's one of the main differentiators and also why people say, or might say it's easier in the States might be, might be the case that, that, you know, even on academic terms, it's easier, but I think, a big part in that is actually the help you get. I think, I think you can say um, it's easier to get good grades in the U.S. than it is here. Um, you're rather 
I feel like it's you, you're rather you're rather um so so the, this <laughs> feels like the university system in the US they um test your learning abilities mm -hmm. um by always like doing these quizzes doing the, uh, doing homework and, and grading that of course mm -hmm. um and just checking on on um your your um development like in the in this in this class like how good are you are you learning that stuff basically and in 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 germany or in europe it's like you have to you have to learn everything by heart to um know it at the end of the semester of that exam uh you know in order to pass mm -hmm. so i feel like in in your in in germany on europe um it's more about passing classes mm -hmm. than it is to be Uh, to have good grades in classes. I mean, for most of the students, I would say. Whereas in the US, you're you're really supported to get the best grades possible. Kind of right. that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. It, it's. I think it's as you mentioned more about the development and like the progress that you make within a class and and like learning on top of of you know other things that you've learned before no matter if it's different chapters or different you know theories or what, whatever it might be um whereas in, in in germany or in europe you have to learn everything you know for one exam and then that decides yep. on whether or not you pass fail how good you pass um and so it's it's a different approach to it that's true exactly and that's why i think um I learned more in my time in the U.S., like at university in the U.S., than I did in Germany. Mm -hmm. um, I, I studied management, uh, business and management in in in, in Germany with a uh, focus on sports management. And in the U.S., I did my, my MBA with uh, concentration on leadership and entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And um, there were there were a lot of things that I had during my MBA that I also had during my undergrad. But I understood it during my MBA, mm -hmm. even though it was on a uh, in a different language. But it's just like because uh, the the approach, like you said, is different, and it suited me better. Yeah, yeah. Because I had more support. I had to um, prove myself throughout the semester, not only at the end. So um, yeah, that was that was um, like like I said, it suited better for me. Perfect. I guess that's awesome for people to to hear, um, because they they can you know decide for themselves how do they learn, how do they best study, and then go with that right. information. Um, Flo, looking back at your time in the states, um, what would you say was the biggest or one of the two biggest benefits of living abroad, especially in the U.S., um, for your current life? like reflecting on on your time like what were the two biggest takeaway let's say so all the things that are advertised and that um are worked with like um athletic uh, athletic development academic development like you're prepared for life afterwards like that's all true and all that's all correct but the thing that benefited the most or the most benefit I had was just my personal development. Because mm -hmm. before I went there, I would say I was kind of shy, kind of introvert. Um, I would have probably uh, stayed forever in my, in my, in my village in Germany. Mm -hmm. um, 
And after that, I've grown out of that uh, stereotypical German dude that um, is way more tolerant, um, world open, um, wants to get to know people, wants to help people, um, able to approach people. Um, and I think that's the huge benefit from being abroad. Like, doesn't matter if you're going to school in the US or if you're just going uh, to Australia for a year. Um, that's what a lot of people do that mm -hmm. uh, graduate high school in Germany. Um, or if you travel around the world for a year, whatever, whatever it is, just going abroad will help you so much in your personal development of becoming, I would say, just becoming a better version of yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's the key to a successful future. Not that you practice every day and become a better player um, or that you have better grades and a great, um, um, a great degree or anything. I think it's all about the personal um, development and what you make out of it. And do you think, obviously, because you said, you know, you probably wouldn't have done many things that you are doing now. Oh, um, I would have, I wouldn't have done anything of that. <laughs> I can, I can guarantee that. Yeah. I would have never gone to Sweden. Like I would have never lived in Sweden just for, for playing. Like mm -hmm. it would have been insane. Um, I would have never gotten into this business um, of uh, recruiting players to send to the US and vice versa. Um I would have never traveled that far. Um, probably would have ever stayed in Europe or uh, or in Germany and the typical um, vacation destinations um, like Spain and Turkey or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and I would have probably never ever had the guts to start to start my own business. I was just gonna ask that because obviously now. I mean, people can't see you right now, but like when you talk about your business and I know as a friend, like you brighten up, you're, you're smiling every time you speak about it. You, you are happy when you talk about helping others. Um, and it's, it's awesome to see from the outside and then also knowing you on the inside and, and I guess like um, your, your business and what you do uh, it's, it's a pleasure to see, but I was going to ask if you were, about to start that business no matter what but i guess i guess your your answer is clear on that one like if you hadn't gone to the states you probably wouldn't have known that business existed in the first place exactly and second of all um you know as an as an entrepreneur as a as a business owner you need to have a certain characteristic you need to be resilient and i think you have a lot of that from you know just playing soccer or football at a very high level growing up um, but nonetheless, like uh, the the what what did you call it? world openness and and like just being tolerant, tolerant exactly. That's so important. That's one of the most important things in life. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. It's it's uh, it's second to none. And I think it's weird to say, but like I think the U.S. does teach that. And as you said, you know, a lot of people can get that no matter if they travel, if they do work and travel in Australia and Canada and Brazil or wherever they go, they get that. But I feel like studying in the States just has something about it that is is so tremendous because obviously the culture is very, very uh, open as well, right? I, I had yeah. the feeling that Americans 
and then everybody who's there no matter if they're from the states or, or other countries are so open interested in other people they want to learn about your culture your your weird different looks at things like it's it's just so cool to see and uh yeah, when i absolutely. talk about that and think about that i i get so much joy out of it no absolutely um when i think about it like before i could have seen myself um becoming that typical german guy like being impatient um road raging all the time you know it's like <laughs> um it's like t typical german like you don't have like you can't really enjoy the small things you're just rushing all the time you're just stressed all the time and after being there like i'm i mean obviously i'm still stressed and i'm mm -hmm. somewhat impatient but with the important things i'm kind of patient you know like right um if a guy like if a guy in front of me at a red light doesn't move immediately oh my god i'm not honking the horn you know like when, when he turns uh, green like people here they freak out like you know road raging you can see them in front of you like going mad at, at the now, steering now you give everyone a bad image of germany <laughs> oh come on that's so stereotypical everyone knows I know, that i know i know um, <laughs> these are things that um were like i mean if i'm late for an appointment like it's my fault because i didn't leave on time you know mm -hmm. um so i i i reflect things um like i see things in a different light and just look at things differently than I did before. Definitely more self-conscious, right? That's what I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. I can't pinpoint it, whether it's like just the experience abroad or if it's the States or or how the culture works there. But it, it, there's so much, um, there's so much ownership in the States, I feel like. Like people... They own their mistakes, first and foremost. I think that's one of the main differences, especially to Germany and then Central Europe. A lot of yeah. people hate when they make mistakes or fail, quote unquote. Um, the States looks at failure in a way different way. Like they, they don't see it as failure. It's just an opportunity to learn a way it didn't work. And then you go on and try something that might work. And it's, and that's something that, stands out to me like it's it's just so there's so much ownership and you don't give away responsibility but americans and, and the culture there teaches you to own everything that you do be responsible for yourself and obviously the people around you and then deal with that and learn and i think that's so so important for every young person and also adults especially yeah and i think um that's because they give you the opportunity to learn true from that from the mistake you know um you're not like you're not like blamed and smashed for it it's like um you you've been told or you realize yourself and you're like dang i missed i messed up you know and then you you're responsible for it and you have to make uh, you have to make sure you don't make that mistake again and run out of it and become better and I think that's what the school system also um, teaches because if you don't submit your homework, if you're if you don't submit your quizzes or whatever, you know, just just doing the the easy work kind of like the the mm -hmm. easy stuff, right? Um, you're being punished with not passing classes, and in the end, like if you're not on a scholarship, it's your own money that you're losing. Right. Kinda. Yeah. You know. So so I feel I feel like you've been 
you you're being taught at the young age already um to to um own your your mistakes and maybe that's maybe that's something that um helps us in the nationals um to learn from kind of yeah 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 that's a very good point I th now talking about it, it it becomes more clear and and yeah it's, <laughs> it's crazy true. but yeah 100 percent yeah. didn't think about that before <laughs> no 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 just a realization on a on a <laughs> sunday morning <laughs> oh that's awesome that's awesome um but flo any anything or or maybe to to sort of give the people more from your experience is there any advice obviously now working within that business of you know helping people go into the states and then vice versa as well but for international students that want to study in the states do you have any advice on first of all obviously they should go there but second of all <laughs> do you have any advice in terms of you know what they should look out for any tips how it's easier for them to adjust to the culture um, anything that pops into mind that can help international students um, let's say primarily on like an academic basis maybe and getting adjusted to to the culture there um, that would help them in in the first few weeks let's say yeah um, so what I always do um, also with the with the students or players I talk to or I work with um, so I I never force my opinion on people. Um, I just tell them like what was important for me um, to focus on. Um, so you said focus more on the academic part. Um, but like for me, the main reason was the coach, obviously. Mm -hmm. Like I decided for the school because of the coach. That was the main reason. Um, if I think um, without the athletic stuff, um, Probably you could say the same thing, I guess, with people, because as an international student, when you're applying, you're in touch with the international department so right. much. And so if you have people that are actually caring and they they want you to, you know, come to the university, they give you information, they answer your emails quickly, they jump on a Zoom call with you, they go above and beyond and you have the feeling or that that gut feeling of, hey, they actually care about me as a person i think that's that's an indicator for people who might not come from an athletic experience as well like us right good that you're saying that because now i think i'm i'm remembering that i was talking to uh the international advisor as well <laughs> mm -hmm. um very nice guy like every international loved him he was amazing um and he yeah i think he gave me that feeling as well um we had uh like we were in touch regularly and um, I think we even talked on the phone before I went to the US. He gave me tips for the, um, for the visa appointment. Um, yeah, no. Yeah. Just thinking about it. Um, I think maybe that's the person uh, you should, you should kind of um, think about when you when you decide for university um but also i mean it's everyone has different uh, preferences right um th that that's what i'm that's what i'm uh, telling my uh, like the players i work with like i can't i can't have one approach for every single player because um one player likes um 
one player um wants to be um in a, in a sunny and a hot state the other wants to be play on the best grass field uh, the next one wants the best kid you know like they all mm -hmm. want different things and that's what i have to look into um so it's very hard to say like this is the one thing you have to focus on um but like if you're yeah like you're saying maybe the, the person you're in touch with the most and the person that probably greets you first will be the person you'll be in touch with the most at the beginning wow that was a long sentence um <laughs> so yeah i think uh, that could be that could be a main factor if you're just um, focusing on the academic part and obviously do they have the right degree like that's what you want to study um that that was something I didn't do when I was looking into the mm. school. Like I didn't really look into into the classes. You know what I'm actually um, what I'm actually taking out of that degree. Mm -hmm. um, check the area around. Um, I think there are a lot of websites that rate um, that rate universities. Yeah, um, yeah. there's like a couple. Not only not only the academic part, but also like if you look at partying or like um international experiences try to find or try to get in contact with other internationals at it at this school doesn't matter if they're german or dutch or chinese or south african whatever um try to get in touch with people from that school see what it what it is like um don't rely on one opinion or don't rely on google just um try to talk to people that are already there and that are doing the same thing that you want to do because mm -hmm. then you can expect an honest an honest and reliable um estimation yeah yeah no that's phenomenal that's advice um i i think what what i write in in the book as well is uh obviously there is websites i can't remember the name right now uh, yeah, i think one is called either. niche is it called yeah niche niche, niche yes yeah. yes yes you're right it rates on like safety, partying yeah. yes yeah um so that's a really good one um and then as you said like opening up to other people get in touch with them maybe through i don't know the the advisor right they put yeah. you in touch with well, international just... students I don't know. I think every international department has an Instagram page or has a website exactly. where you can see people um, or just look up the area on Snapchat, whatever. I don't know, on the map, you know, like there's so many things um, yeah. today where you're able to to find people that are, that are studying there. And um, every opinion you get, you should be grateful for it and you should really consider it because people are not like you don't know them they don't know you why should they talk right. like why should they say something that's not true you know correct what i advise people to do also is i do it in the book and then i i remember uh i think brandon said it on this podcast as well it's just to say yes like so many people will approach you as an international student they want to introduce you to new people and i'm sure you've had the same experience as me and many others it's they, they, you know, they're like, hey, oh, you're from Germany, you're from wherever you're from, right? And they go, 
let's go to this spot. We, we, I don't know, we eat pizza tonight and, and have a couple beers or we just hang out and you can meet a new, uh, a couple of new people. Yeah. Um, yeah. and it's so important to just say yes and, and don't hold yourself back. Make sure that you yeah. use the time efficiently. I mean, looking back, like I wish I had just more time, right. Um, so much more Same. stuff to do. I only had two years, so yeah, I know, yeah. I know. That's yeah, exactly. So it's and it flies by when you first get there. It's like, oh my god, I have so much stuff to do and new culture, new area, new friends, new you know classes and stuff like that. And then as soon as you wake up, pretty much it's it's over. And uh, so it's just about enjoying the time um making sure that you you take as much from it as you can personally and then also academically athletically and and whatnot and and just make the most out of your experiences and and go with everything like just say yes to not everything as i as as we said don't break the law <laughs> but but uh, say yes to to everything else and and make sure that you enjoy your time there and make the most out of your time yeah yeah exactly you know the movie with jim carrey where he has to say yes to everything yeah just I just do. just be like jim carrey and you'll you'll have a good time just say Man. yes to everything that's a good one <laughs> i think i think i'm gonna put that in the description just just be like jim carrey and say yes to everything oh that's amazing well Flo, um it it, it was a treat a real pleasure to learn more about you and obviously share your story or some some parts of your story i know there's so so much more about it um, <laughs> yeah but it's it's awesome to share that with the listeners um if if people listening know of anyone who you know is an athlete and wants to study in the states um or live soccer in, player a soccer preferably. player of, of course of course <laughs> that's my business <laughs> a soccer player who wants to study in the states um, and combine it with their with their uh, you know athletic career and then also vice versa if you have family in the states uh, soccer players male and female that want to come to Germany and have have a great time um, hit up Flo I'll, I'll tag him and and put uh, his info in the description amazing as I said amazing to see what you've accomplished so far I can't wait to see what's ahead for you my friend and and what's still a long way to go <laughs> i know that i know that but it always is um and but no it's it's awesome to see how much joy you bring to to these people and um the joy you have yourself obviously because uh you 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 brighten up every time you speak about it and um it's so so great to hear what you're you know doing and and now venturing out to different things i'm not gonna not gonna spoil it on here but um if you want more information about flow obviously check out his website his instagram um and there's so many things that you can learn from him as well so uh go check that out and i know that you post a couple things on universities as well so if you want to learn more about universities uh flow's instagram is giving you a little bit of intel as well so you might not have to do have to do as much uh research but Again, thank you so much, Flo, for, for jumping on. And uh, yeah, many, many thanks. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, waited, like I said, five episodes on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful um, for having me. And um, yeah, you're an amazing, amazing person. And I, I'm so happy that we um, met each other. Um, wouldn't have met if uh, I wouldn't have been in the US. So see, True. that's uh, another thing. You get to know so many good people. Um, 
worst thing is that we live so far apart i know um, even though it's just germany and we haven't seen each other in quite a while but um yeah it's always great talking to you hearing from you and um by the way i'm a big fan of your podcast so for me it's like Thank you amazing as a groupie to come on you know <laughs> um, now um big thanks big shout out to you um love what you're doing and um yeah really excited where you're going to be in a couple of years and maybe where we're going to be in a couple of years um, exactly <laughs> and, and see and see what's what's happening there but yeah no you're you're a great person and you're doing something great with that podcast and i really hope that it helps couple couple people even if it's just a couple people um helps to to go that way um take that route um i think it was worth it and uh, 100%. yeah 100 thanks again Thank you so much, Flo. Awesome. Well, we'll catch you listeners in the next episode. And uh, since this is airing out on Easter Monday, happy Easter. And um, we'll hear you guys soon. This was the Study Guide USA podcast with Henry Hoffman. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and share so we can help many more students study in the US as well. 